Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Work From Your Happy Place, the podcast that equips you with the tools, know-how, and motivation to live your dreams and find your happy place. Be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter for a recap of the week's guests and a preview of what's in store. To sign up, simply text the word happy place with no space to 33444. Now, it's my pleasure to introduce the host of Work From Your Happy Place, Belinda Ellsworth. Hey everyone, and welcome to Work From Your Happy Place. It's Belinda Ellsworth here, and I'm so excited. I've got a great guest for you today, Tabitha Roach. Tabitha is a director with Usborne Books and More, a direct sales company that publishes award-winning Usborne and Kane Miller books for children, infant through teen. She lives near Seattle, Washington with her husband, Jason, and three kids, Sam, Sasha, and Sophia, and their cat, Henry. They love traveling, reading, of course, and visiting family. She received her bachelor's in secondary education biology from Youngstown State University in Ohio and started her book business in 2003. Her team has experienced phenomenal growth these last 18 months as they've gone from a team of 36 team leaders to now over 600, and her executive team was number one in sales this past year, celebrating being a $5 million team. She loves literacy and leadership and feels so blessed that she gets to do both in her job. So welcome, Tabitha. Thank you so much, Belinda. I am so excited and very honored to be here. So thanks for asking me. Not a problem. So I've known you for a good number of years, but our listeners clearly don't. So why don't you take a moment and tell us a little bit about your journey through the wonderful world of literacy as well as your Usborne Books and More business. 
So I, it's all started in Pennsylvania where I grew up and I grew up with four sisters. There were five of us born in five and a half years. So wow, I know Um, I am a twin sister. So that helped a little bit with the ages. Um, And my dad always owned his own business. So just looking back on that now, it kind of makes sense where I'm at, you know, being in a business with so many women and just really having that internal desire to be working with women and inspiring women and being inspired by them and also by business ownership. It just kind of all makes sense because that was my entire upbringing. But I always, you know, loved books and reading and everything, but I never really planned on doing anything with it um, except to be a teacher. And that's what I went to school for and got my degree in secondary ed to teach high school biology, and but I didn't plan on teaching until I was done having children. And I got invited to this Osborne book party, which I had no idea how to even pronounce it. But it was from a friend who um, I hadn't seen in a little while. And so I just went to see her and it was books. So how bad could it be? And I went and just absolutely fell in love with the books and really wanted all of them. And despite at the party circling, no, I was not interested in having a party. I was not interested in becoming a consultant. I had never thought about doing anything with direct sales. My older sister had done actually Princess House, which I believe you used to do um, for many years. And she used to always tell me, "You you really should do this. But I really really had no desire to do anything like that. But in checking out with the books, I just really wanted all of them, especially the encyclopedias. So I asked, you know, why not do this and make some money and get all the books I want for when I do start teaching after I was done having children. And so I did. And really within a few months, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, okay, these books are just phenomenal. And anyone who has experienced them knows they are really something special intentionally. And everyone would love them if as long as they knew of them. And having a little experience with the company, it was very obvious this company is very special as well. And I was loving this job. And even though it certainly was not, I didn't go into it as a career choice, it just hit me. Why would I ever quit? If everything was in place, this company and these books were really destined for inevitable success. And I loved everything about it. It fulfilled me in ways I didn't even realize I needed. Why would I ever quit? And really at that moment is when I decided to make it my career. And it was not immediate success, but I stayed all in and I'm so glad I did because just incredible things are happening now. That is so great. I too, uh, just to just endorse it as an outside resource of someone, of course, you love it because it's what you do. But right. the books truly are phenomenal. I certainly have shared them with my children. And I became aware of the company almost 20 years ago, early on in my speaking career, and I've had the awesome pleasure of working with them. Uh, many times over that 20-year span. And it's exciting to not only see the success that you're having right now, it's just super exciting. For me, having watched you guys for the 20 years, it's so well-deserving. But the integrity of the books, 
has not changed at all. I just think more mm-hmm. people now are becoming aware of them. And they're just phenomenal for anyone. I always say they are some of the best children's books in the marketplace today. Agree. Thank you. So tell us, you're welcome. So how has the business shaped your lifestyle? Um, well, it's just given me freedom. And I, again, it's one of those, this owning a business gives you things that you didn't intentionally start that business for. You didn't seek these things out. And I hadn't realized how much I value just the freedom of my time. And so that has been just number one for me because, I mean, I've been doing this for 12 years and a lot of life has happened in that time from having a baby, you know, great things and also really hard things. Seven in almost actually almost eight years ago, is it? Our family moved from Ohio to Seattle and I was able to just bring my business with me. But just to be able to do what you need to do in life and have your own business work around that is such a blessing. And I encourage everyone to do it. And also now just the freedom financially. It is real. I have experienced living not financially free. And to be able to live that way now, money doesn't bring you happiness, but it sure does eliminate stress and can enable you to do a lot of things that do bring you and your family and a lot of other people great joy. Um, But the business also really impacted my family as well, just in the fact that it's literacy. And even though I always valued books and we always had books and I always read to my children, um, when your business is books and you have new exceptional books coming into your home weekly and you just have this focus on it, it really takes literacy to a whole new level. And my children are now 20, 14, and 11. So they really were raised on the books. And I now get to see the result of that. And it is something I'm so grateful for and just really proud of. That is awesome. And just as a fun story. So last night we were at a restaurant and they have one of those trivia things at the table. And we love to play the trivia games. We always do it. Mm-hmm. And it was on pets. And so there was some obscure questions about cats. And my 11-year-old is just, bam, bam. And... <laughs> So people at the table were like, how do you even know that? And she's like, oh, because I read like these encyclopedia books on cats when I was only five <laughs> years old. <laughs> that is so fabulous. I, I love know. That. So she was killing it at the table. And it was all because of the knowledge she had gained from those, you know, the ones about cats. And then they have the bats. I forget what series oh, yes. that is. Yes, the beginner reference books, they, oh, my children have spent hours diving in these very specific topics. And I've learned from so many of those books as well. So no matter what age you are, you can definitely benefit from experiencing great children's books. That's fun. So what do you think are two of your greatest skill sets that have helped you succeed in owning your own business? Um. You natural because you know we have skills that we kind of naturally have, and then skills that we've gained. I really believe that just about all skills can be learned. Um, some are really hard to learn, like 
Being organized is really hard for me to learn, but I've been practicing a lot. But naturally, I love people and I love numbers. And I think those are essential things in business, whether it's direct sales or any kind of business. Like, if you don't love those things naturally, just kind of learn to love them because they're essential to successful business. But I one skill that I'm so grateful for that I've just learned to develop and I'm pretty good at now and that is vision casting and I and I have to tell you it really all started when I first heard you speaking at the first national convention that I went to. And really I think just to sum it up up until that point I just kind of had such a narrow focus of what I could do with my business, the action that I could take. And then I kind of just would expect people to take that action with their own business. But you really turned on the light for me to see that I have the opportunity as a leader to really cast a vision of where we can go together. And when we take that approach, the results are so much greater and the impact is so much greater. And I feel very passionately about the impact that we have at our company and with our company's mission. So it was just a no brainer. Of course, we all kind of need to take this approach of going at it together and going. And so we really broaden that vision of what we're capable of. And then over the years, I accidentally developed the habit of reading leadership books which really helped me to really develop that skill of vision casting. And now I don't even think about it. Like when I travel for a national training, when I'm at the airport, I always pick up a leadership book and I always find a gem. And I think they just have a great narrow down selection at airports, I'm guessing, because I Oh, that is where I have found all of the gem books, except for one that was recommended to me. So... That is great. I love reading leadership books as well. There's so many really awesome ones out there. And if you have never read The Creating Magic by Lee Cockrell, that's one I would highly recommend because it's an awesome leadership book. I haven't read it. I'm definitely going to have to pick that one up. I agree. They're, they really can change everything. So if anyone is not currently making that as a habit with their business, no matter what type of business they have, you can only benefit. And sometimes you benefit huge by picking up those leadership books. Great. So tell us about something that you are really proud of or an accomplishment that you've achieved that you would like to share with our audience. I just feel really proud to have built a successful business. You know, You have to dig deep to be able to make a business successful, no matter what the business is. You have to overcome objections. You have to overcome and experience, quote, failures, even though I don't really see them that way. They're more learning experiences. You just have to really dig deep when it's really hard, but it's so worth it and just Watching my team in the last, you know, always, I've always been very proud of what we've done, but really over the last year, it's just been an incredible experience. And I'm really proud of just kind of sticking with it and keep going with that vision that I knew was always possible. And I'm really proud of our company because we have, you know, it's been 
20 some years that we've been around. So it hasn't been an overnight success. And so we've had to experience some decline years and some challenging years. And now we are experiencing the growth pains, but we are such a close company and such, um, there's such incredible leadership there. And our home office is just exceptional. And I'm just really proud of us as a company for just sticking with it because our mission is so vital that we really have no choice and we go at it with great enthusiasm no matter what comes our way. That is awesome. And I I would completely agree with that. And I've, I've actually shared that story. I think people think that if a company has been around 28 years, which is, I think, the how long you've been in business, they think, oh, it's not the new shiny object on the block. You know, I need to go with something that's brand spanking new. And you're a perfect example of any company can experience phenomenal growth and anyone can start in this starting right now after 28 years and still experience a six-figure income and it can be pretty phenomenal. So I've been sharing that example with a few of the others because I think People think that once you've kind of hit this certain mark that you're no longer viable, and that completely is not true. (laughs) Yeah, it really is such a great success story of, you know, whether someone owns their own small business or has a larger company like ours, if you, you just don't stop, you don't quit, you don't give up, you believe what you're doing. And if you just go at it and work hard at it, you will get there. And we've only just begun. We have great things and so much more to do with our company. So there is room for lots to join us for sure. Great. So tell us about an obstacle or challenge that you have faced along the way and how you worked through that. Well, um, you know, I always knew, like I had heard that people made a six-figure income in this business, in direct sales, but also at Usborne Books and More. And so that was really kind of always on my radar that I wanted to reach that point with my business. And I hit year number 10 in November of 2013. And I just did not, I was not happy. I mean, I did not feel good about where I was at. I was so incredibly far from that six-figure income goal and not where I expected to be at year 10. And, you know, in fact, I felt like my team was kind of, my business was declining a little bit. And I just decided, you know, I need to just go all in with this. And if I want a six-figure income, I need to act like it and I need to work like it. And I remember saying that to myself all the time. I would have a moment where I maybe was not being a great business owner and just be like, are you acting like you you make six figures? Because if you don't act like it and you don't work like it, you're not going to do it. And that really drove me. And so I'm grateful for that moment of disappointment, as I am really with all kind of disappointments, because they end up leading you to an even greater place. And now I did hit my six-figure income goal last year and will well surpass that this year. And I'm so excited about the future. That's awesome. And I think what the learning point there that I'd like to just point out for our listeners is that I love when you said I got really honest with myself, because I don't think a lot of people want to be honest with themselves. And that honesty is, are you doing the work? Are you doing Mm -hmm. the work to get the result that you want? 
And if most people were to be honest, they would say, hmm, not really. And that's where sort of rubber meets the road. But then also it's that self-talk. It's the things that we say to ourselves each and every single day. Because when you're a business owner, you're basically, you got to kind of be, you either seek out mentors and ways to be motivated, but in large part, you're motivating yourself um, each and every single day to get up and do it again. And it's that self-talk, the way you see yourself, the way you paint that vision, and being honest about, are you doing the work? I still do that with myself. It's like when I'm not happy with a result that I get, I'm like, did I do the work that was required to actually get the result I wanted? And I would have to say that 90% of the time, I'm like, I cut a corner or I thought it would just happen and I expected I would just post it one time on Facebook and it would go crazy. And you know what? It isn't. It takes a lot of work and you've got to be willing to put it in. But the reward is that you usually do get the result that you want almost every single time. I wish people would just realize that and own it is that if you go in, get your plan, work your plan and really work the plan, you will almost always get your result. I agree. And it's, I agree that a lot of people are not honest with themselves. It's like you, we fear um, facing that truth and that feels uncomfortable. However, if, you, if people would just start doing it, they would see that you only gain something great from that because either you look at the truth and you realize, you know what? I actually did all my right things. So then you can feel great that you did what you were supposed to do. The result didn't happen. That's okay. You did everything on your end. Move on. And it kind of frees you to move on because you face the truth of that. Or you can call yourself out and um, find the steps that you missed and decide to not do that moving forward. And then you're more successful moving forward. So you only gain great things. So there's really no reason to not face that truth and to really get honest. Absolutely. So what does working from your happy place mean to you? Well, I think that means number one, having purpose, like just not just having purpose with the work that you're doing, but having the purpose outweigh the work. It's like everything that we do in life requires work, pretty much. It requires effort. But if you really know why you're doing it and you feel passionate about the reasons why and the purpose, then it just makes it worth it. It just It's just a joy to be able to put in that effort then because you, it's very clear why you're doing it. I mean, that pretty much... Oh, and also for me, like I... I'm happy when I'm inspired. And I really had this realization this past year. And so now inspire is my word for the year. And I have it everywhere to remind me, just seek out inspiration, just seek out opportunities to inspire other people, because that's when I really feel fulfilled. But I think part of it is you have to, you have to take the effort to seek out what makes you joyful, what makes you feel happy, and inspiration and Looking for opportunities to be inspired is one for me. That's awesome. So what advice would you give to others who want to be entrepreneurs? 
first, go for it because I feel incredibly passionate about business ownership. I mean, we are America and we have the freedom to own a business. And that is such a privilege and an incredible opportunity. And I, you can only gain from that experience. So find something that you're passionate about, um, that you want to put effort towards and just go for it because you will definitely gain. Um, but a more specific tip, I recently did a training with my team called Don't Dwell. And it's just really all about when you put out some action towards anything, there will always be a result. And that result is always going to be either positive or negative. And we have a choice in how we respond to that result. We always make a choice. And so if it's negative, we either choose to look at it and learn from it and then move forward better or dwell in it and just feel down about it, lose belief in yourself and what you're doing by dwelling in it. Um, but that also holds true with positive results. I've seen, and I think it can be just as debilitating because you have something positive happen, either you celebrate, I mean, you're always going to celebrate it, obviously, but you celebrate it and you move on because that doesn't change the future action that you still need to take to get where you're going. Or maybe it's now, okay, now where are you going to go? You still need to move forward with action. Or you celebrate and dwell there. And that leads to complacency. And I've experienced all those choices. And it just kind of hit me that it really is a choice. And you just will get so much further and experience more from your business, more success when you don't dwell in either one of those. That is great, great, great advice. And whatever you focus on is what you will get. And I actually, I think most of us have heard, don't focus on that negative. But I really, because you get stuck, right? Yes. But I loved what you shared about the positive. And just as a example on that, because I think sometimes maybe that's harder for people to understand. But when... The economy here in the U.S. and the United States tanked like in 2009. There was so many people that I was, you know, talking with or that would send me messages and they kept living in this. Oh, my team only did this this year. You know, two years ago, we did blah, blah, blah. Three years ago, we did whatever. And people just kept staying there. And even going into 2010, and I think it was 2010 or 11, it was that we said, what is your new normal? And it was like, you cannot continue to dwell on when the whole uh, country and economy was just flourishing and then compare that to what you're doing today and looking at what you're doing today as a failure. What is your new base? What is your new normal? It's like, just do better than you did yesterday. Let's have a new baseline. And it was, we got so much feedback from that article we did of what is your new normal that people were like, you're right, I've been living in that now for three years. And because people kept saying, I just want things to get back to normal. I want things to get back to normal. I kept hearing that. So that was why we did what is your new normal. And it really helped free a lot of people, I think, to move forward because we got it's one of the articles we've probably gotten more 
testimonials back on or like, oh my gosh, you hit me right between the eyes. This is exactly what I need to do. So that's a good example that I can give everybody listening to exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's definitely counterintuitive to think about positive results and how do I respond to them? Because you just think, well, I'm happy. I'm celebrating them because that is. But then what do you choose right after that? And if you if you do just dwell there, it distracts you from taking necessary action so you can keep moving forward and keep experiencing positive results. And if you dwell, you will now put yourself on a new path of experiencing negative results like those people did, like you um, gave an example of. Great. So what are some new and exciting things that you're working on and what could our listeners benefit from and how can they find you? Well, just still knee deep in having a hand in our literacy movement at Usborne Books and More and building our company. I mean, we truly, even though we've had exceptional growth over the past year, two years, we have We're still a very small company and we have so much work to do. So I'm really focused on that and taking this to heights. I never actually even dreamed possible. But the fact is, I've got a lot of people on my team currently and who will be in the future who want the same. They want this wonderful result from their business. They're ready to work ready to make it happen. They want a six-figure income. So that just means I need to think even bigger to encompass all of those dreams. So very focused on that. I do have um, a YouTube channel that, you know, when we first started, we do a lot of online parties to share the books. And so we make book videos. And so I made my YouTube channel, which is T for Tabitha, T Roach Books. And I didn't really expect it to become a channel (laughs) that people would (laughs) subscribe to. And they are. So I'm sure I'll do more with that moving forward. But you can see all the amazing books on my YouTube channel. And in the future, I'm sure I'll have a lot more to share, maybe even on leadership. And they can contact you through that, yes? Yeah, they can contact me through that or even through my email, which is also troachbooks at gmail.com. Perfect. Well, Tabitha, thank you so much for taking time today. I know our listeners are going to glean a lot of wonderful information from this. And it's just been an honor and a pleasure interviewing you today. So thank you. Thank you so much, Belinda. It's been a joy. Thanks for joining us at Work From Your Happy Place. If you like what you hear, please share it with your friends. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher. For a free gift on finding your own happy place, please visit workfromyourhappyplace.com and click on the free audio button. Thanks again for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.